Welcome to the Art of the Dive. Surprise! Haven't heard my voice in a while. I know everyone here is for Jake's voice. That's why they've come. But uh, I'm back and ready to attack and drop bars for Jake. Jake, how are you, buddy? Uh, you know, New Year, New Jake. So good, I guess. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We want you to stay just the way you are, Jake. We don't want a new Jake. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's. I think it's happening. You know, New what Year's you, resolutions, super cliche. Why not? What are your? Do you have resolutions this year? What are your resolutions? What are you gonna re- resolute? Um, I think I'm gonna try to pod uh, once a week. That's that's one. Okay. Um, I'm gonna not be fearful of my arsenal team and worry that they're going to lose every game. Oh, so um, you're you're you've swung back now. Now you're now you really believe it it took half a season of them being at the top of the league and now you're like, eh, maybe. maybe. Yeah, now now I believe. Okay. Uh Yeah, I'm, I'm maybe like just try to be healthier, you know. That's tough with my work, but I'm going to try, do my best. So there, be yeah. healthier? Yeah. Like, stop drinking energy drinks, maybe. That'll be a start. Good start. Oh, yeah. Those are gross. Yeah. Night shift. Yeah, Gotta right. stay awake. Remember that time when you said you weren't going to do night shifts anymore? I don't remember that. Yeah, <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Right, 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 right. <laughs> okay. Well, those are good. Ask me mine. But yeah. What are your new year's I don't have any. I don't have okay, any. I don't, yeah. I don't do that bullshit. Uh, I'm, a, I'm perfectly healthy. Uh, you know, I would, I'd go as far as I'm basically a perfect human, you know, like I've got zero faults to even work on Jake. It's really hard for me. Yeah. So that's, that's difficult with the new year because it's then the same you. Right. Yeah. New year, but same me. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Uh, well, uh, excited to, to be recording a podcast. I have not in a really long time and I'm sure people are, are wondering what's going on or maybe they know, maybe they just know that like we, we just, a lot of stuff going on and uh, a little burned out and um, and yeah. So, I, I didn't record it all in the fall uh, because that's when my job's just really crazy. Uh, so, I coach soccer as a lot of people know and uh, it was a it was a really fun year for us and we we did well for the first time in a really long time it's been a been a project kind of getting getting things going with our program uh but it, it was a lot of work and i just i couldn't be i couldn't be doing other things and then on top of it i i do a lot of i think i've said this in the past i do all like the social media for our our team as well and it's pretty intensive actually you'd be you'd be very surprised how much i have to do and so i get very burned out of like being on twitter and responding to people's messages and that's all i do all day outside of the the coaching life so uh but i've got you know in this this part of the year i have a little bit of freedom in that and uh and jake you Although you're working a lot of nights still, you have, I don't know, apparently it's part of your resolution. You have time now all of a sudden. That's yeah. good. Yeah, my schedule's finally set. I mean, I kind of got a change of pace in November. So it's been like really, I mean, because of the World Cup, I don't, I mean, like maybe like 
this is the first two weeks where I've, you know, had kind of a little bit more of a regular schedule and with the Premier League back up. So, and and to be fair, I have texted the other pod co-hosts to try to do a pod and it's kind of like herding cats. I, I, I am curious as to how it works when like their co-workers um, email or contact them, like how yeah. that goes. The people so. want Jake and Marco. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what the people want. So we'll just, you know, yeah, we'll just give them what they want. Yeah, you got to give them what they want. The OGs, Jake and Marco. Uh, all right, so we have a lot of things probably to catch up on then uh, <laughs> to talk about. There's there's a lot of time that has We've passed. We only missed like three months. It's fine. Well, part of that was the World Cup, a big chunk of it, yeah. right? Where we just we didn't have any FPL, and I don't know. Do we want to chat about anything that happened to the World Cup? Not really, right? Nah. Not really. USA, not good. England, a little bit better, but still not good. Yeah, it's all right. The England thing was at least funny, right? Like, <laughs> it was like they beat, like, a bunch of terrible teams and then, uh, you know, like, tie with the U.S., who's not not that great. And then, uh, yeah, and then at, when they finally have to face, like, it, like, it's enough hope for the English, right, that they all were... You know, it's fucking coming home, you know, like, and then it didn't. So that was at least funny. Yeah. Do you feel bad Harry Kane missed the penalty or no? I do like Harry Kane, for the record. Yeah. Uh, as the mean things I say about him, and uh, he he seems like a like a proper nice bloke, Harry. Uh, and, yeah, he, he's kind of one of those, like, professionals that isn't flashy and, and you know, doesn't I mean, obviously, he's a, he's a very good player, but doesn't always need to be in the spotlight. And so, yeah, I, I did feel a little bit bad. I was quite surprised, actually, when, uh, you know, when England were given that award of that penalty. I thought, oh, this is, they're good to go now, you know. But, um, yeah, just kind of how the game goes sometimes. Even the the good guys lose, you know. That's, that's one thing I've noticed about myself. I've always been such a good guy. And so... <laughs> I can't even say without laughing. Yeah, yeah all right. Yeah, a little laugh. Yeah. <laughs> all right, forget it. Forget it. Uh, yeah, that, I guess that was okay. Any other interesting storylines? I mean, fun, I guess, to see Messi win a World Cup, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I and then the the kind of the... Well, p- part of that saga, too, was the downfall of Ronaldo, too. All these things with United. And I'd be interested. I'm, I've always... I haven't really talked to any uh, United fans about what, what their thoughts are on that. Uh, that yeah, whole situation fair. was kind of yeah. Weird. We'll see if someone writes in. Morocco is fun. I mean, like, fun. Kudos yeah. to them. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, it's cool to see like some of the smaller countries uh, make a bigger splash. You know, it's always fun. Okay, well, that's enough about the World Cup. Lame. Uh, let's talk about FPL. So, obviously, unlimited transfers. Uh, I think we should start by talking about kind of where our teams are at right now. Uh, how you went through that process of of bringing guys in, um, and and yeah, and where we are now. So, do you want to start or should I? Uh, I can start. Yeah. Okay. So I I did adjust my team like prior to the World Cup, and then I didn't look at it for a single second until the day prior to games. Um, I still remember I was like looking at it at like. I think like 11 at night um, and my wife's like, why aren't you coming to bed? And I was like, okay. So I like, I brought my phone and then she just yelled at me cause it was super bright. 
and she couldn't sleep and so then i like went back what downstairs. kind of phone do you have you have like a, is it like a flashlight <laughs> phone or like what, <laughs> no what it's like she, an iphone you know you can adjust should, the brightness on the screen yeah i probably should have adjusted the brightness on the screen you know but, it's it, but furthermore yeah, it's, like how bright is it really how bright yeah, is it I really I don't know. I guess I was shaking it a lot because I like didn't know what to do and I was scared and <laughs> yeah, the whole I had my team like perfectly set up and of course no one's gonna believe this, but I had Kane and Metro uh, and then the whole Metro thing being like possibly injured. I was like I can't do that, so I took them out the lineup. I went with Martial and Darwin instead. Um, which I don't even know why I did that because like I didn't have to go to Darwin, but. Yeah, that was like my my front line was Martial, Darwin, Holland, midfield, Almiron, Martinelli, Sala, Foden, and Rashford. Um, and then I went Trippier, Botman, Ake, Bueno, and I forget the last one because I've moved on from them. Um, and then Warden, Keppa. Mm-hmm. So, you know, not terrible, um, but could have been better. So. Yeah, I uh, I think I had almost everything right. The only thing I got wrong, and I went back and forth between it, was do I have KDB or do I have Kane in the team? And here's the and? deal with the Metro thing. Well, the, the deal with the Metro thing is that you're right. I, I think Metro is a better pick than Darwin, Martial, even like Niketia. I think Metro is a better pick. But yeah, when, yeah he was stated to have a potential injury like two days before the before the deadline and so uh it's marcus silva right isn't he is he the coach who's the coach there i don't know yeah yeah let me look it up i should know this since the owner is like from jacksonville the owner's Um, from jacksonville yeah it's marcus silva is the coach yeah 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 Yeah, so yeah silva came out and was like yeah, he's potentially injured. And then he's on that four yellow cards, right? Which now he is serving that suspension. He got that yellow card uh, yeah. uh, yesterday or the day before or whatever. So, um, you know, those things kind of scared me off of him. And then the Kane KDB thing, I guess I went back and forth on it. My thing was there's these potential, you know, there's these doubles for City, right? There's They're supposed to have a double in 20. I think it's actually dependent on their, the result of their... FA Cup match before that is official. It's a little tricky, I think. Um, but um, and then in 23 as well. And I figured I'm going to want I'm going to want City assets for that. Um, I thought the three best picks were Holland, De Bruyne, and Cancelo. Obviously, the Cancelo thing has been really rough um, with him not playing the first two games. Uh, De Bruyne not returning in either of the games, while Kane getting getting some returns, um, and then. Uh, yeah, and then Holland, of course, is just everybody owns him, right? So I think he's at eighty-five percent ownership now in the game. So it, yeah. it doesn't really matter. You just have to have him. So yeah, I, I think that's the only thing I kind of got wrong. The nice thing about going with Kane over De Bruyne, it would have given me a, a few million to play with, um, which I think not a few million, about one million to play with, which would have mm-hmm. been really nice to have. I could have fixed a few other areas that are a little bit low right now, but um. It is what it is. We're going to kind of see how the rest of this game week plays out. I had a really good first game week. 
uh, a, a decent second game week. And then this week I knew it was going to be rough because I have a lot of Newcastle and Arsenal players. So here's my team uh, at, from the back. I have Kepa and Ward. I think that's kind of standard that a lot of people went with. And a, I think very reasonable picks to have both those guys. Um, Ward looks like he's going to be in that spot um, for the for the rest of the season. You know, Kepa in 17 got a, a, got a, a clean um, so it's probably a pretty good pick. Uh, in the back line, uh, my core players are Trippier, Cancelo, and White. Uh, I, I like those a lot. I think you have to have Trippier the rest of the year. Cancelo, I would have said before the, the, the restart that you had to have him. And now I'm really nervous about that. And I'm, I'm actually looking at moves to get him out, uh, and possibly bring somebody else in. Uh, and then I think White's a pretty easy pick just because of his cost, um, and actually, I mean, we'll see how this plays out. He has been brought off in the last two games, which is a little nerve wracking for me. Um, at the same time, I wonder if it's going to preserve us some clean sheets, you know, with him, like yeah. him, he's going to play every game, 60 minutes or whatever. It seems like Arteta rates him really highly. You'd probably know better. But now they have um, Tyranny and Tamiyasu are both back and healthy. So there's some options on the outside of the pitch. And then um, I think Botman's like a great pick. Uh, I'm Don't take this the wrong way. I'm surprised you picked him, Jake, because uh, of how good of a pick he is. Um, like, have you – just look at his scores right now. Well, pick I, up – yeah, yeah uh, open it up. Know. It's pretty crazy. Working backwards from 19, his scores are 6, 6, 6, 7, 2, 6, 2, 7, 7, 2, 5, 0, 6. And he didn't play in week 8. Uh, I mean, he he's he's incredible. At four point four, he has seventy three total points, um, and so I, I think he's a great pick. And Newcastle have one of the best rated defenses in terms of big chances conceded and uh, expected goals conceded as well right now. Uh, and then, I would like to clarify to the listeners that I have benched him in two of the last three game weeks. Oh, though. I benched him this week, uh, but yeah. I played him. I played him. Uh, yeah, the last last week and got him the week before. So. Uh, and then I've got Patterson uh, is my last defender. He's hurt now, mm-hmm. so he's probably going to need to go. Um, I'm not exactly sure which direction. In the midfield, um, Almiron, Salah, Martinelli, Rashford, and De Bruyne. Yes, I do have Salah, De Bruyne, and Holland. Uh, I'm normally very anti like triple, you know, premium. I, I think it's a goofy thing. But interestingly enough, this year, there's just so many really good cheap options that are returning like Rashford and Martinelli and Almiron in the midfield that you can make it happen. Up top, uh, I went with Holland, Niketia, and Greenwood. Um, Niketia, I think, has been, you know, he scored in 17. He scored in 18. He had two okay chances against Newcastle. He's been great. I mean, don't you think, Jake, watching him yeah, play? No, he's been he's been fantastic for Arsenal, kind of like what they needed without having to sign a new forward so like he's like he's almost been uh, and i i haven't even watched that much that much football this year but watching him play i've watched i watched the newcastle game and then which other game did i watch i watched i think i watched brighton no excuse me i watched Mm -hmm. west not brighton so i watched west ham i i think and i might be overstepping here i think he's been better than jesus I know it's only three games, but just in terms of like what he brings to the team. Yeah, it's different. I feel like you can't compare them. Um, well, they're both strikers. Like they're both playing in the same finisher. position on the same team. So you could compare yeah. them. You could try. Well, 
Yeah, I think Jesus, you know, does so much more and he tracks back and um, I think his passing's better than Nakedia. But yeah, finishing, I think he's he's better. I mean, that's kind of one of the things that's been proven. If Jim was here, he'd talk about it for, you know, five minutes. Um, you know, Jesus is always behind on his XG, always. Um, and so, I mean, that's probably part of the reason Man City were willing to let, let him go. But he also does a lot of like, you know, the hard the hard work that you don't see on a stat sheet that... I mean, I think it's invaluable for the regular team, but it doesn't really matter for FPL. So. Yeah, I I mean, I don't disagree. I think the difference for me watching... Yeah, I guess you're right. So, Jesus is the most, like, I call them no-loss-cause strikers. It's like something I try to work with, with our guys on. Like, y- you want them to, to never think that they can't, get to a ball or like that they can't score or that they can't chase a ball down and win it back. That That is one thing you get from him. Niketia to me is, ha- has much more technique. Like he's much like, to me, Jesus is such a raw player. Like he just, a lot of what he does is work rate. A lot of what he does is, uh, is athleticism. And there's not, that, there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes it's nice just to have a forward player who does that. But, uh, the one, the one thing about Niketia that stood out to me a little bit is um, kind of like the way when he's on the ball, right? Like the way he can turn players, right? Or the way that he can get on the half turn, whereas I don't feel like Jesus does that as well. But no, I, I mean, statistically, if I'm looking at it now, that not, yeah, he's not necessarily in any way better. You know, like if you're trying to look at, oh, well, you know, look at his minutes per pass received or minutes per touch or minutes per XGI or even even like things like take-ons, um, uh, you know, like those types of things, Jesus wins in almost every category. Um, although uh, minutes per goal, Niketia has the, slightly has the edge. But I think they're pretty similar, like in my opinion, like, like, for the most part in terms of a replacement for Arsenal. Anyways, that I can stop ranting about him, but I've enjoyed watching him play and like you want to see him be successful a young player like that. It's kind of cool. So anyways, sure. that's my team. Uh this week I'm just getting hammered. I think I have like a 7 million game week, but I knew that was going to happen this week with Arsenal and Newcastle assets going at it and and I guess I still have I still have Holland, De Bruyne and Cancelo to play and and Kepa to have his two games, so I don't yeah, know. That's a lot of players. Are you do you have a chance of moving on in the cup? Are you still in the cup? Oh, I was out in the first week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How about you? Um, I'm probably gonna lose unless Holland misses a PK against Kappa. I think I am down one and he has Holland and Havertz, but he has Holland captained. Okay. Where I do not, and then I have Holland and Kappa. So. Okay. I've, not I'm, impossible, but unlikely to move yeah, on. Yeah, not great. Where are you? What's? I mean, maybe we should look at that. Where are you right now in terms of like rank and stuff? Well, I mean, you know, this was just like every decision that I could have made has gone kind of wrong for me. Oh, really? At least in the first half of the season. Really? Yeah. Y- oh, yeah. Weird. Weird. Um, new year, new so, Jake. New year, <laughs> Still new Jake. Still saying the I mean, same had- shit. <laughs> I've had two green arrows. Um, overall, I'm four million right now. Yeah, so four million. Yep, four million. <laughs> what the fuck, Jake? What are you doing over there? 
I don't know. Well, I mean, remember, I only didn't have Holland for two weeks, and uh, it was game week four and five when he had 17 points and 17 points. So um, That's a lot to make up, and everyone probably captained him too. Yep. So that's a lot, you know, and I don't know. But, mm. I mean, yeah, slowly move up. Yeah. It's a lost season, but what what are you going to do? Yeah, wow. I uh, I did. I knew that things weren't good for you. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, I knew it wasn't going great. You know, ah, he's having a rough year. But I was thinking, like, you were maybe a million or maybe two million. I need to have someone, like, kick you in the nuts every time before you make a decision yeah game week three is just like i don't know what i why i do it game week three or four every year i just decide to go kind of crazy and i shouldn't oh my god um yeah it is funny every season is the same with you jake you you um so you make your you're very vocal like in our like our group chat, for example, you're like, well, let's make pods, let's let's do this, let's you know, everybody's like that, right? With FPL, uh, and, okay, yeah, I'm so excited, and you get your team ready, and and then normally <laughs> by about game week three, you don't hear from Jake about anything, like not life updates, not not uh, FPL updates, like you go radio silent for like a week or two, and all of a sudden you look and you have a completely different team, and you're like, yeah, didn't want to admit I had the wild card. Yeah. <laughs> so. and the funny thing is, is like I never really have to wild card. I just feel like I try to to make I don't know. I one thing I need to do is I am blocking Jim next year for the beginning of the season and moving on. Yeah. So it's his he's just trying to he try he likes to wind you up. That's what he likes to do. It, yeah, I just never know if his advice is good or not, but it's it's never good. The only time Jim's advice is good is during this like window. So if Jim does tell you stuff now, we should actually get him on the pod now. Um Why he's is so that? good Why at do you this think? like the like, fixture planning, yeah. I guess. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah. know. But he also yeah. like goes with these wild cards and you know, there's a lot of extra games coming up and he's like really good at spotting those players yep. that are going to play more. Um, and he's really good at getting the guys that are going to get rested out of his team. And he does that for the entire season rather than, you know, just the, these game weeks, but he's great for these game weeks. So you're right. He, I will Jim. say that about him. I, I, I don't always think that he makes the best picks on everything, but I will say that he's, yeah, he is, he thrives in kind of the chaotic environment. So that's why he had a pretty, he had a, you know, he's had some decent years with all the COVID stuff and like, just because there's so many moving pieces. And I think you're right as well. He does a pretty good job with the expected minutes conversation. Like how many, is a guy going to play? Is he not going to play? Uh, I don't know if he does a lot of reading online or if he's good at guessing. I don't know, but okay. Uh, yeah, we should, we'll get him on maybe to talk about upcoming doubles and stuff like that. Um, basically he'll be Ben Krellen going forward. That's Jim. Jim is equal to Ben Krellen. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Uh, so I came into, out of the, or into the break at 107,000. Uh, I had two green arrows in a row. So I was up to 58,000 and 48,000, which was pretty good. And I knew this week was going to be rough. Thus far, it's been pretty brutal. I'm at 120 right now. Uh, so I like over doubled my rank. I mean, I still have obviously Captain Holland to play. That was, I think this is one of the first few weeks that we've had some diversion and captaincy, right? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so yeah. what did we have? People would have gone Metro. People, a few people went Rashford. I was hearing they were like, I had, I had him on Captain, and then I changed it to Salah. I regret doing that. But. Yeah. Um. So, oh, that's something we should probably talk about too. Like, how wonderful has Rashford been? Yeah, he's fantastic. Fan fucking tastic. He's been great in games. He's finishing when he gets he's getting in the box at way more, which is cool. Uh, fun to watch but um yeah so i still have a lot to go but yeah i, I think i'm probably gonna end up i would guess i'll end up this week around if i was just gonna guess depends on Cancelo. maybe like eighty thousand overall rank i would guess so i'm gonna take a pretty big red arrow this week but that's okay i have three three city players hopefully they get that get that double and we're good to go so okay um I guess what do we have coming up? Like that maybe we should talk a little bit about some of that stuff in terms of direction of your team, where are some trouble areas, you know, what what's going on like with the overall template and how you think people might address those things. Let's talk a little bit randomly about some of that stuff. Yeah, um try to mix in like the double. So we know that for game week 20, it's going to be Man City. And then Spurs. Um, Spurs doubles is obviously Arsenal and Man City, so tough. Um, and that's right, like if they're not involved in the FA Third Cup still, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then Man City, um, their fixtures, oh, I just had it and I moved away from it. Man United and, and Spurs. So, like, kind of kind of weird that they're that tough. Usually you don't have, like, the the doubles being against two of the top, like, f- top five sides in the Premier League. Um, I have just Holland and Foden right now. Foden's been really disappointing. I, I don't – I never understand Pep. No, um, it's crazy. And I never will. They haven't looked great. They, you know, dropped a point against Everton, who's terrible. And, you know, they Leeds is different. I mean, they did okay against Leeds, but I just don't understand why Foden's not playing for him. Um, I, I have no good understanding of why. Um, so I'm I'm keeping him, but I'm definitely kind of a worry spot on my team. And then obviously no Spurs players are a big worry, and I don't know what to do with Darwin. Uh, it's it's on un- he's unbelievable. Like I no, he's I, believable. Like it's not really. Yeah, he's it's believable. I I almost feel like he's trying not to score when I watch him play. <laughs> I, that's how bad it is. Yeah, it's, no, I know it's painful. It's just painful. Um, I, I love that he's getting a bazillion chances a game, but he can't finish. He just can't do it. Uh, so I don't, I don't, that's what she know said. If I should, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I should get aggressive and try to switch him up to Kane, but I would have to take a hit to do so. Yeah. So how would you do that? Foden out, Darwin out. Yeah. Foden and Darwin probably. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I like the rest of my team too much the only other thing i've considered um is maybe dropping sala but i don't really like that yeah so this is interesting i so i might move de bruyne out and bring in one of either kane 
or Darwin. Yeah. I'm telling you that right now so that you know. I want you to Do know you that. still want Darwin just because like uh because like it can't get any worse. So yeah, here's the deal. Like, and I know that I know that people will say, "Well, all that matters is goals," and da da da. Like, in years past, he's he's outperformed his xG. Actually, he's shown himself to be an okay, a pretty a pretty decent finisher. Um, he's at an expected goal involvement of eight point four one. It puts him three four. I think fifth amongst all forwards. Uh. Kane is at 8.83, just for context. Now we know Kane is an elite finisher and is probably going to finish, you know, he, his delta is, he's plus four on his delta for Kane. Okay. So that guy's elite elite, right? And Holland is too. And Holland always has been throughout his whole career. He's plus six. So, um, but like Darwin is minus three and a half on his delta right now, right? Like how far off he is from his expected goal involvement. So he, here's the deal. Okay, he gets into great areas. He's getting service. If you look at his heat maps, he's touching the ball in the box a ton. Uh, and he's hilarious to watch. I mean, let's just like that should be that should be on all, like all of our list for reason to have him. If you want like the most FPL player of all time, that's like funny. It's Darwin because he just he makes funny faces. He does funny shit. You watch him and you're like, oh my God, like he sprints by players, perfect first touch, carries the ball past two defenders. The other players are 10 yards behind because he's a freak athlete. And you're like, so excited. And then he just donkeys the shot. Like, and he'll like, oh yeah, I'm going to outside of the foot, finish this into the top corner. And he hits it into like the last row. You know, it's just, it's so funny now not having him makes it um really funny right because you get to watch those things and you know other people are in pain but for me i like the darkness of fpl i think i should have him i want him just for the hurt because that like that to me seems fun yeah Yeah, that's fair so Uh, but i would say if you can if you i guess if you can move off of foden because it just feels like it, it feels like it this situation is not going to resolve Uh, he wasn't playing before the uh the world cup break and now we've returned and i was of the i tried to get him my team i was of the opinion that you know you you needed to have him pep was going to get him back into the lineup he was going to be playing consistently it's clearly i was wrong and i'm happy that i couldn't really fit him in you don't think it's going to change Oof. I mean, even if it does, Jake, don't you and here's the deal. I guess with Foden, what's what's interesting, it's interesting, the points. Um with Foden, he's like a top, I think he's a top ten, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, he's eleventh right now in mid amongst midfielders for scoring. Um and Yeah, but he bi- is kind of in that weird price range where he's a lot more expensive than a lot of the guys who have been performing fantastic. Like Rodrigo, Rashford, Odegaard, Martinelli, Almiron, like all those guys are like two million cheaper than him. Right. So. Yeah. I mean I would I would definitely, you know, you could very easily move to a player like Rodrigo, right? That you know is gonna play every week at least, right? And they have a great mm-hmm. run of fixtures from twenty to twenty five here. Um or or another Arsenal asset, you know, like yeah. why, why don't you just move to Odegaard, right? Like th- to me, that's that's easy. 
Uh, he's going to play every week. He's going to pick the ball up in dangerous areas. He's been a wonderful player to watch this year. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and then on top of it, at least you'll get to watch him play because you watch all the Arsenal matches. Like, yeah, I would, if yeah. I'm you, Jake, Foden's out of my team. How many Arsenal spots do you have filled? Just one. I just have Martinelli. So they have Spurs United the next two. You know, maybe you hold Foden for the good. double. Yeah, maybe you hold Foden for the double this next game week, and then you bring in like an Odegaard or a Martinelli or a Saka or something, right? Just move it on. Yeah. That's what I would do. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Interesting. Uh, any other players that are – so we kind of covered Darwin. We talked about Foden now. He's an issue. Uh, I think the Cancelo situation is weird, isn't it? Yeah, that is weird. Uh, Man City's defenses. I, I honestly don't even know. I, I couldn't get Cancelo in my team with the way I constructed. Um, he was just too much, and I'm, that was like my lucky thing. Um, yep. But I mean, like, I think he's coming back, you know, this week. So, yeah, I, I think you don't think so. Well, I don't know, Jake. I mean. So, in 16, that's when you got the red, right? Or when did mm-hmm. he get the red? No, in 15, he got the red. Uh, he played in 16. He came off the bench in 17. He doesn't play 18. He doesn't play – well, we'll see, I guess. Or he came off the bench in 17. Yeah, he doesn't play in 18. We'll see today. I, I'd i like to hold him for the double. I, I don't really understand why – he's not in the side I, I don't know if somebody was saying that pep was mad about the red card that that's how pep is he gets mad about things but i have a hard time believing that that one of his best players that has played like every minute of his career under pep is suddenly just like thrown out but maybe that's maybe that's how it works uh if he doesn't play both of the doubles next week because there's decent i think there's five days between games I will move him because there's he just costs so much. Um, one of the reasons yeah. I was initially had him, Jake, was because I thought from a structure perspective, if for some reason Trent Alexander-Arnold or Robertson became viable options again, I could get to them with Cancelo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Liverpool's defense has been absolute garbage um, as it has been for most of the year. That didn't change uh, with, with the break. And so... I don't think that that's going to happen. So right now I've got 7 million tied up in him and I could just really go, I don't know exactly what I would do. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out, but like I, I, it's annoying to say this, but maybe you just go to like Shaw, you know, Travis Shaw and you just do it. Yeah. And that, and that's who I brought in this, this week. So kind of lucked out with the Shaw situation. The whole What's weird to me about Pep and Man City is is that they haven't really been playing that good and they're dropping points. Yeah. And I I really wish Arsenal would have gotten a win, obviously, this week, but I think the 0-0 draw was a fair result. For sure. Yeah, that was but a fair result. I'm, I'm like with you. I'm like, like, what is Pep trying to do? I, I just – he everything's so like cl- closed off with that team and I'm like, you're you're – you guys don't look good. I, I'm curious as to see how they play against Chelsea today because it's like you can't keep dropping points and expect to win this league. I mean, Newcastle is right with them and like Man United are are very good this year. And, and I'm just like, why do you keep playing all like you're you're playing like an 18 year old 
right back. Right. And you got this new guy from Switzerland. I mean, I haven't watched them play a ton, but I've watched the highlights and they just don't look like the team of the, you know, a typical pep team. So it's just like, how long are you guys going to screw around with this before you just go back to like what you've been doing prior? Right. No, that's a really good point. Um, um, yeah, that's a really good point. I, I guess I watch the same thing. Uh, and I, I kind of always think, I always think the same. It's like they're not, cre- it doesn't feel like they're creating as many chances. Um, defensively, they, they have less domination of the game. Um, so I do tend to agree with you. I don't really know. Do you, do you ever think, and maybe this is just a stupid thing to say, but do you ever think Pep makes changes or like does things like this? Because he, he has done this kind of stuff in the past. Like things will be rolling really good. They're scoring five goals a game and just beating the hell out of teams. As quite honestly, they probably should like given how much money they've spent over the last whatever eight years or 10 years or whatever it's been um but do you ever think that he just does stuff like he puts this young guy in and plays them because he wants to like i don't know he wants to be like a hundred percent like i'm like Uh i'm pep like i can do this you know i can put this i'm i'm such a special coach i don't know i like pep guardiola a lot for the record i i like listening to him speak about the game i've i've watched he's done some presentations on tactical analysis and stuff that i've really enjoyed and taken a lot of things from obviously you know i can't do the things with my players that he does with his right but uh, but do you ever think he does that i wholeheartedly i feel like it's almost like he gets an itch yeah that if he keeps everything too similar he can't he can't deal with it. It's almost like me in game week three where I'm like, right. I have to wild card. Yeah. No, I was actually, ju- I was thinking the exact thing. <laughs> you are Pep Guardiola, Jake. Yeah. You just don't have the money. That's the difference. Yeah. You don't have That's the, the resources that he has. Otherwise, you would be him. Yeah. And I don't have the uh, attire. I need to get more like sweaters. And, oh, sexy yeah. clothes? And, yeah. Tight shirts. and Yeah. I need to shave my head. But so, yeah, I mean, otherwise- yeah, yeah. This it. year for for my for coaching, I became a sweater coach. Did I tell you that? No. <laughs> yeah, I did. I became a sweater coach this year. I used to always be tracksuit coach. You know, like I wear the wear the gear right that the basically the gear that the team's wearing. You know, uh, and then we had a match this year, a pretty uh, a pretty big match, and we we kind of hadn't been playing the greatest. And I so you know the boys are young, so you kind of like sometimes keeping them loose in a big match like that's important so i put nice clothes on right i wore like a really a nice sweater and the boys kept calling me pep they said it's the pep look i said yeah we're just we're mixing it up a little bit and then we won and uh and this is not a joke this is not a joke uh so so going forward the boys said coach you got to keep you have to keep wearing that you know keep wearing that gear i said okay and uh i walked into our the locker room for our pre-match discussion uh and i didn't it was a hot day right so like i didn't i was going to wear the sweater this right but like i wasn't going to wear it in the locker room you know what i mean because it was so warm and i walk in and the boys are my boys are they're pretty serious right before the game they have some music going they turn the music off as soon as i walk in they're all sat waiting um and it's completely silent and one of the younger boys on the team quiet i hear him quietly say it to one of the other the other guys where the fuck is the sweater (laughs) (laughs) and all the guys in the whole room they all heard like he didn't mean he was like a young yeah he's one of the young guys right he didn't mean to say it so loud 
And mm-hmm. everybody, like me included, were all like crying, laughing. Because he was really embarrassed. It was so yeah. funny. It was so funny. So, yeah, I became a sweater coach this year. I'm pretty proud of it. There you go. Yeah, yeah. pretty proud of it. Uh, like anyways, that. that's a side note. So, yeah, you're Pep. You you need to just get sweaters. Uh, you'll be good to go. So Okay. That's what I'm going to do. Every time I, like, adjust my FPL team, I'm going to put a sweater on. Oh, it's a good idea. I do want to talk about one other player because – I don't, I don't know what to do with it, and I kind of mentioned it briefly. Is like, what's with the Liverpool situation? What's your thoughts on Salah? Oof! Like, yeah, that's a good. That's a really good question. Um, like, is he just a hold for the rest of the season? There, or yeah, like, it's so eh. it is so hard, isn't it? Because you keep thinking that he's going to go on some sort of run, uh, and he's just and he's not. Right. Like, you know, you expect him. The thing is, he will have I I do think he's going to have some big games between now and the end of the year. You know, he'll have a hat trick game. Right. He'll he'll have a couple braces or something like he's not going to finish with less than 18 goals. Right. Or 17 goals on the year. Uh, Mm -hmm. So he's on seven right now. Is that right? Yeah. Seven goals, five assists. You know, like I think he's going to have a year kind of similar to that 1920 year where he he finished with 19 goals 10 assists 233 points so you know is, is he is it going to be a good year i i do think it is for him right like he, it's going to continue to be fine but the bigger question is kind of like what you said what you're saying or maybe suggesting is can you go somewhere else and get the same right so yeah. amongst midfielders right now for expected goal involvement he's at 9.56 on the season uh, De Bruyne is at 8.75 uh, in second. Saka's third at seven. Odegaard's uh, fourth at 6.6. So now you're starting to see a pretty big gap, right, between there. Mm-hmm. You have Trossard and Grobe at about six. Uh, Rashford at five and a half. Zaha at five and a half. Martinelli at five and a half. So I don't know. What's a, a little tricky is which direction do you go? If So Liverpool might potentially have a double in I think is it 21 or 22 I'd have to double check on that uh and so if that's the case then you're gonna want him right for the double but then going forward you know could the the thing is like this year's so much different you know would I in other years maybe say if De Bruyne was doing well I might say all right I'm gonna move Salah down to Saka or Salah down to somebody else, right? In you know, in that price range, and then I'm going to use that money to upgrade other areas. But there's not really other areas to upgrade. That's the thing. Or you're just going to have a bunch of dudes on your bench that don't play, uh, and a lot of money sitting there. So I don't know. What are your thoughts on it? Well, I I agree with you. It's like I'd be watching all the Liverpool games with like one eye closed and just like hiding behind my couch. But I mean, if you think about it. You have Odegaard, who has also seven goals and five assists. Right. And then you have Salah, who has seven goals and five assists. Right. And I'm just like watching, you know, like Liverpool, I was like, I'm going double Liverpool. I was even a little nervous not going with a defender. And like you said, you kind of prepared yourself. I didn't. I was going to be out of luck if they kind of turned it around. And Watch the Villa game. And obviously, Villa were without... um, Martinez because of the World Cup situation, but Liverpool looked so good that game. Um, and I think it was like a, f- it just wasn't realistic because Villa maybe just had to shake off the rust and just too many changes. But then I was like, you know, watch the Leicester game. 
and they squeaked out a 2-1 win. And I was like, huh, like, Leicester's kind of bad. This is kind of embarrassing. And, you know, and, and then they lose 3-1 away to Brentford. I'm like, is this just going to be the same, you know, first 18 games or whatever, or first 15 games that Liverpool's going to do for the rest of the year? Because if that's the case, I, I don't think I want to have, you know, 21 out of my $100 or whatever it is now invested in the Liverpool attack. Right. That's that's where I'm like just there's no way. There's just doesn't it doesn't make sense, right? Like Arsenal are going to double. I might as well just go to Odegaard and have Kane and Holland up top. And that that's where I'm I'm just really struggling. But like you said with the double possibly coming up, it's like a wait and see. I, I just am very nervous about it. No, I, I mean I agree. I do I do think it makes it really hard. I I would I don't know. I guess what's the fixture this week for him? Brighton. It's a way Brighton. Yeah, that's a tough fixture. <laughs> Brighton too. have been and then Chelsea good. and then Chelsea in the yeah. next game week. Yeah, and then away to Wolves. Like Wolves aren't good, but they'll make it hard, right? They'll probably play deep, like defend pretty deep against them. Home Everton yeah. away to Newcastle away to Crystal Palace. Yeah, I don't know. It's not great. I just don't really know where I'd go. You know. That's my issue. I have three Arsenal players right now. I could move Niketia on and then bring Salah to like an Odegaard. I think Odegaard's going to be a great pick for the rest of the year here. So, all right. Yeah. I don't know. Those are all the players, right? Yeah. Okay. That's mostly what I want to talk about. I don't want to talk about Chelsea. I don't like Chelsea. No, worthless team. Um, all right. Well, I don't think there's really anything else to talk about. I think let's quickly just look at the league's. Uh, so we've got league dive. We've got the PSL super league, probably worth looking at both. Uh, I will do the top 10 of league dive update people. And then you want to do the top five of the PSL super league. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. So league dive, let's see where everybody's at. Be interesting to see here. <laughs> it's mid game week, but, uh, Emma FPL, uh, is in 10th. DC is in ninth. Jake Carlson is in eighth. Uh, Andreas is in seventh. Jared Hughes is in sixth. Fabio L. Alami uh, is in fifth. Zali Miller is in fourth. Jeff Lar is in third. Not Brad. I'm going to guess it's Brad. <laughs> is in second. His team name is Brad's Babes. <laughs> Hilarious. On oh, fucking FPL Rockstar is in, uh, is in first. Damn it. That rat bastard. Uh, and his team is just rock with a star. I like Brad's <laughs> babes. <laughs> Great name. Uh, all right. Um, so top five of the PSL Super League. Uh, all right. We got Buenos Dias uh, with a Z. George Kenny in number five. Number four, the Art of the Dive FPL podcast. Uh, number three, the Teeth of Suarez, Patty Pa. Um, number two, Z's All-Stars. Um, Z. And then number one, uh, Emma FPL, the Lioness, Witch, and, and then it just stops. Oh, I don't know if she just couldn't fit the wardrobe or if she didn't want the wardrobe. Not sure. The Lioness, Witch, and Emma FPL. Maybe that's how you're supposed to read it. Yeah, probably. That probably makes more sense. Mm. Um, great series of books, though, right? Yeah. Wait, so you're number four in that league? Yeah, okay, because yeah. the Dive Podcast team is below. That always confuses me. Yeah, I think I was first in the league in coming into this week. 
uh, which is... Uh, yep, I believe that. Yep, you... Huge yes. drop. Huge uh, drop. Otherwise, you were... No, you were one point behind the teeth of Suarez, I think. Ah, all right. So, what are you going to do, baby? Uh, okay, well, I think we're going to wrap the pod up. Um, you know, to folks that are longtime listeners to the pod, we apologize for the long break. You know, I think we're going to try to be a little bit more consistent here and making sure we get stuff out. It's it's hard. The podcast is really fun. And I know, um, you know, I know I've said in the past that it's fun to have a community around it. Uh, for me, it's just, it's become really tough to manage everything. I know, I know it's not that much like, Hey, you record, you jump on the discord, you edit the pod, you put, put it online. But I mean, it is really that tight for me in terms of time most days. And, and for Jake and I to line schedules up, it's, it's hard, but we do enjoy doing it. And we, uh, we know there's a lot of people out there that like to listen to it. Um, and so we're trying, going to try to get, get some stuff out more consistently here. And, uh, uh, yeah, so it should be fun. Um, anyways, Jake, you got anything else to add? No, I mean that, that's basically it. I'm going to do my best to herd those cats. And when, you know, just kind of try to, no one wants to hear them anyways, you know? Yeah, I guess. But yeah. if you're if you're busy or I'm busy, it's like I don't know. I yeah. guess we can do solo podcasts, but Yeah, it's just gonna be my just me. I'm gonna solo it. Yeah. I'll solo it. Okay. Let's get out of here. I'm Marco. And I'm Jake. And remember, you should die. Yeah.